what seems like an eternity. We are back, John. It's NFL Week 1. It's finally back. Football, John. Football. We're we're actually making real predictions, real props. And we'll have something to watch. We can take the training wheels off. We can get back to what we do best. I am Jay, Mr. Sully, and this is the partner extraordinaire from down under, John Roberts. And we are probably like and subscribe. We've got some heat coming for you this season, and it all starts right meow. Man, I'm excited. This game's going to be awesome. Detroit, Kansas City. Who would have thought? Detroit. Oh, I mean, this has been this has been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. Uh, Dan Campbell, he's yeah. been building up quite the squad. And uh, this squad, from last year, watching them and watching how that team developed into what they're doing this year, you know what? I don't think I don't think anyone's going to be surprised if the Lions have an extraordinary season filled with a lot of high flying games, a lot the, of fantasy I, darlings. Yeah, I I'm not as high on the Lions as other people, which we will, as you'll soon find out. I feel I like think you, that you're, you're high on like the Atlanta Falcons, though. You know, like yeah, but I oh, I am a little bit, but see, like I how fixed is the Detroit Lions defense really when you think about it? Like they were no, it's worst true, but but I think but I think that's what makes for such entertaining football is when you have a team yeah. that is like they're going they're they're throwing the ball all over the yard, yeah. and uh, they've got they invested so heavily into a pass catching running back. Who is there? They're going to use him. They're going to yeah. use him. And we'll uh, Jameer Gibbs, he's go. He's going to get the volume. I think that's what everybody thinks, and I, I I tend to agree with it. I don't think he's worth. You know, if we're talking about fantasy football, I don't think he's worth where he's going. But um, but I do think that they are going to use him quite a bit, and I think th- I think they want to they want a mulligan for DeAndre Swift. Yeah. So well, let, let's get straight into it, man. Let's yeah. get straight into this. We're going to do Thursday night football coming right up. Um, yeah. Lions at Chiefs. H- how are you look? How are you reading this game? Yeah, I think the Detroit legitimately has a shot to keep this game close, but I do think that the, the score gets gets racked up. But you know what? Yeah. This is also one of those. This is also one of those times where I could be completely wrong and they could both teams could just run the ball all game long. And then it, the score is only f- 17 to 14, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, but, but I, but I think opening night of NFL, I think here it comes, here comes the boom. I'm looking at, uh, the opening total is at 54. So it's been bet up quite a fair bit. 54 is a lot. Mm-hmm. And then Chiefs are getting six and a half at the moment. And that's been fluctuating for months between six and a half and, and seven. seven. Yeah. Haven't seen it's it at right. six anyway. Actually, having said that, it just hit six at the moment as I'm looking at it. Really? It went to six. Yeah, so people are coming in on the Chiefs. Yeah, no, they're right. coming in on the Lions. They're coming on the Lions. Yeah, they're Jeez. coming in on the Lions. I believe it. I you know what? Here we go. But do I think that the Lions are gonna win the game in Arrowhead? No. No, I don't. No. Right. It's gonna be thirty one degrees in Arrowhead. It'll be twenty eight at kickoff. That's gonna be hot. It. Yeah, so like my my thing with this game is I think that the Lions are going to struggle here, and so for for me, I whenever it comes to footy, fo- sorry, footy, <laughs> football, so NFL, Australian, John, I know football <laughs> NFL opening night. My strategy typically is to look for all the unders. Um, Dangerous. I man. try and I try and I like to try and take advantage of. 
the casual better who, you know, come He's excited Thursday afternoon. They're going to be, oh my God, there's a, there's a game of football on tonight. Holy shit. Oh, it's going to be over, 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 over $10. They're really good. And they'll just bet overs wherever they can. So (laughs) my strategy to take advantage of the casual uh, sports better in that regard is to look at someone like my first prop. Okay. So here's my first one. I'm looking at Amon Ross St. Brown. Mm -hmm. Now this number opened at 70 and a half receiving yards. It's at 75 right now. I'm looking at it. It's just gone up to 80 and a half. And I'm going to, so my strategy for betting unders here is to wait until kickoff because you want to wait, 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 wait. Where is that that you got it at 80? I'm looking on points bet in Australia. I'm not sure about points bet in Canada. Yeah, I'm looking, Um, I'm looking at the score. I'm looking at the score and MGM right now, and you can find it at 78 and a half all the way down to 76 and a half. And at 76 and a half, I'm very tempted to take that. But anyway, at 80 and a half, I'm, I'm looking at unders, man. I'm going to um, bring it up on the screen. If you're watching us on YouTube, please uh, like and subscribe to this content as well. If you have a look at here, so this is last year. We're looking at my spreadsheets where I've been tracking what the um, the, the sports betting market has put down for each game. So, for example, yep. 60 and a half receiving yards, five and a half catches. And then the green means did it go over. The red means it went under. And then the the grayish one there, that just means that it hit exactly that mark. If you actually look at Armin Ross St. Brown, I mean, this is a guy who plays heavy in the slot. I think that the Chiefs, now we know that Jameson Williams is suspended for the first game. So, yeah, who else is it, though? It's Marvin Jones. It's Marvin Jones. It's Craig. It's Josh Reynolds, sorry. Um, Raymond? Khalif Raymond. Like, these are the main guys. There's also Sam Laporta, but this is a rookie tight end who has never played before. I think they, that the they have him at thirty. They have him at thirty-one yards right now. By the way, which they do. I mean, which I think is too high. Yeah, I, I in a game where they're going to be playing from behind, John. I, so you, we we say that. My, the way I see this game going is, I think Detroit is just going to run the shit out of the ball. Try I think they're the going to want to keep the clock running as yep. much as they can. No, Use disagree. it up. There's no Jamison Williams. The receivers are really bad. I think Amon Raj is going to be double teamed all night. Oh, I, I agree with you. have to rely on the other guys to get through that. And I just don't see, like, if you even look over the last five weeks of last year, he only went over his uh, receiving prop of 70 once. It was all unders for the most part. And he was really, really hard to to stick around with. So, yeah, that's just why I look at that. And I'm like, look at those mm, I don't receptions, know. Receptions, though. Look at those receptions. He, yeah, went, this, he was he catching out of so spot. many friggin' footballs last year. So if, if you feel inclined to take the options over, if it's about seven and a half, I mean, that's it's, risky. It's, uh, six, we were it's, six and and it's six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. So, and I feel like opening night, you're going to be able to move that down one point or up one point. So if you're feeling feisty and you want to go set, I can't see eight receptions, so I can't see it, but I can no, see man. if you can move that down. And even if the line's minus 200 and you're going to parlay that, I think at five and if you can get that at five and a half, Five and a half. Oh, they went five and a half. No, you can't. If you can move it, you can find a service that offers you one one point down, one point up. We'll see. So that's my first one. So my my recommendation to people is to wait, 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 wait until the opening night actually comes. Wait till it inflates, and then until it's already going up, it'll go to (laughs) ninety. It'll go. It will. It's going to take off like a rocket. I'm actually looking at it right now. I'm like, I might just do this right now while it's at eighty. 
Um, so yeah, that's my thought. No, but, but, but you could probably you move the line. No, no, no. I don't disagree at all. I, I completely agree with you. Um, my thing is, is that I would wait as well. And then before the game, I would move that little slider and I would, I would wait until it gets up to 85 mm-hmm. and then I would move it back down to 80. And then you would get, you would get, you would get some, uh, some, a good, a good payout for that. I think yeah, if you can if you can wait, and we know that that's projecting up, it's not going to mm. project down. Mm. So we know it's projecting up. Yeah. So why not? Why not? If the if if you're going to stay at if you're going to stay at what is it? What would be uh, minus one fifteen uh, on yeah. the books? If you know that 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 number as it keeps going up is still going to be at minus one fifteen for the under, why not wait? Why not yeah. wait until if we know we're taking the under, John? Why don't we just hold hold the line, baby, and just Wait until that thing goes to its absolute peak because it's not yeah. coming down. It's and that's not. And this is like this is my advice for pretty much the entire season to come. Sorry, man, the sun's cutting in and out. But um, if you like overs anywhere, you need to sort of bet them as the lines open, as the books open. And if you like unders, usually you just want to wait until wait, wait kickoff in. comes. Yep. And you know what, John? Let's do it. Let's do the under. But 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 I to be honest with you, I only feel ta- comfortable taking this this under just somewhere over 80. Yeah. So I would wait. I would wait until it goes to like 84.5 or 85.5. And I would oh, yeah, you can get up there. It's going to. It, it, it is going to. And especially because everybody's like, who else are they going to throw the football to? Mm. You know? Yeah. But on, on the contrary. But that, it doesn't always work that way. I like that people say that because, like, it, yeah, it doesn't always work out that way. No. I, I like the pick. I'm going to validate your pick. I'm, I think I'm not going to take it though. That's fine. I completely, I've been thinking about this one a lot though. And I'm, yeah, like I understand why, like look at Amon Ra throughout last season, you know, against, against the bears, 10 catches, 119 yards against Buffalo, nine catches, 122 yards, Jacksonville 11 for 114. Like it's scary, man. Hold Even that, though, hold like, that back up. Do you have that? Do you, do you have that to share? Uh, this is, I'm just looking on sleeper at the moment here. I'll, I'll bring this up. Shout out. Sleeper, our favorite. Where did you go? Definitely our favorite. If you are playing fantasy football, this is not sponsored, but they they have the best service by far. Like yeah, 70, seven in. for seventy six, seven for seventy six. That that makes me nervous. But the four for sixty two, six for forty nine. Now I know that was the last game of the season. It was cold in Green Bay. Um, you see that yeah, that, that one. A lot of them. That one that in, in Washington over a hundred. He's got a hundred there against Jacksonville, and then one twenty two against Buffalo. Actually, let, let's move to, to what you're looking at now. I know we said we were going to start with quarterbacks and running backs, and we've gone receiver to start. Well, that's okay. I mean, hey, look, it's a, this is an open floor. Um, I, I like, from, from the running back perspective, I like both running backs for Detroit. And yeah, okay. uh, it's like a toss-up for me on what, on what I would do. But I think that they're going to open Jameer Gibbs at two and a half receptions. Uh, I, let me see. There might he's be, at three and a half now in underdog. He's at, he's at three and a half? Let me see. Yep. Yeah, and I thought that might be the case because you got to remember, there's no one else to to catch the passes from, right? Other than Amonra. So, but I think even at three and a half, I, it would be worthwhile to take. Do you, do you see the receiving yards while I'm looking this up? Do you see them? Yeah, receiving yards. I've got twenty five and a half. That's on that's, my that's book it. that I'm looking at. Right there. I'm doing twenty five and a half then. Yeah, underdog. They're doing twenty six and a half receiving. If yeah. you want, so they've got forty. So Jimmy Gibbs is. 40 rushing yards, uh, 25 and a half receiving yards, or you can take the scrimmage if you want to buy five yards. The scrimmage is 70. Scrimmage is 70? Too, too much. Yeah. So you have to buy five yards. Yeah. 
that's a little bit too much for me, too rich for my blood. But I think, yeah, I'm I'm looking at twenty five and a half in my book. Twenty five and a half. So twenty five and a half. Twenty six and a half. You can get that at twenty five and a half, or you can move a line on an alternate reception down to three, even mm. if three on the nose, so that with the push on three, that's that's my that's my double duty right there. Jameer Gibbs, twenty so it's over twenty five and a half. And then if you can grab uh, the even three for uh, the receptions, smack them together. Boom. What about you got three and a half there on underdog? You taking three and a half receptions? I'm, if it's if I can't Get find a service, if I can't find a service that that allows me to move that to an even three, mm. then I'm avoiding it. But I would do a combo pick with Jameer at twenty five and a half and three. Yeah. No, that sounds good. I, I think I would back to 25 and a half as well. I think there, I would not be surprised if there's a bunch of dumb downs. And we even saw last week, uh, came out of the coaching staff has said that they want to use Jameer Gibbs in a bunch of unique and Lot. different ways that you're not used to seeing. It's a lot. So I wonder if that means he's going to be throwing some touchdowns or something. I'm not sure. I believe. Yeah, in the slot. I do believe that that is going to be the case. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see some formations come out with both. Mm. Monty and Jameer on the field at the same time. Oh yeah, on second down, really a bunch. I'm throwing and downstairs. just to, to to go with what we're talking about with David Montgomery, he's at fifteen and a half rushing yards as well at the moment. Which I actually don't mind 50 that fifteen and a half. Yeah, over. I think fifty and a half is a good line. Over. If you want over. To they're going to try and keep modest now. They're going to try and keep modest. Yeah, but I think Detroit's going to really want to um, run the mm -hmm. clock down by running. I agree, the ball. and then play action with Monty. Run and play action, and it's going. That's I. I do feel like it's going to be some old school football from Dan yeah. Campbell to try and control this game. I completely agree with you. I do think that Goff is going to throw a lot of footballs. I just think it's going to be in a, probably a well executed way to try and mitigate turnovers. Yeah, because if you if you turn this ball over against this Kansas City team, you're screwed. Yeah. You are screwed yeah. in Arrowhead too. It's ball safety is going to be number one. Yeah. So I think that there was a lot of money to be made last year at the end of the season with Jared Goff, particularly when we looked at the passing attempts and the passing completion. So you'd and see that touchdowns. Were, and the touchdowns, they were doing really well in that department. So there's a few areas here, which might be worth exploiting. Now, right now, Jared Goff is getting 258 passing yards yeah. on underdog, which I don't feel great about that. I would probably stay away. The two passing touchdowns is interesting because it, Jameer Gibbs just has to catch one of those yep. lined up in the slot. And then it's sort of like, can Arvin Ra catch one as well? Or Laporta. Um, we are also looking at the completions, which is at, I think it was 22 and a half is what I saw it at at the moment. Yeah. I, I think I just made sort of some finger in the air guesses of 33 and a half passing attempts and 22 and a half completions there. Um, now that for the most part of the season, it was, we were looking at the overs were being hit. And also, you got to remember that last year they were getting, I think they were getting very frustrated with DeAndre Swift as well. And his sort of usage and volume was going down a little bit. Well, yeah, he was also playing injured, right? In fact, I can bring that up. So, Monty, that was used in the Chicago based system. If we have a look at, yeah, so Jamal Williams was being used pretty much only in the run game. If you were trying to catch him in the passing games, you could have made a ton of money for unders and even scrimmage yards. And then DeAndre Swift, yeah, his usage just, Sort of started to drop away. It was never really there. 
Interesting they, didn't they didn't utilize him, which is so weird to me because even if you wanted yeah. to trade the guy, it just it just makes me feel like there was something going on there because yeah. DeAndre Swift is, is an incredibly talented player. And he made me a lot of money the season before with yeah. receptions, like a lot of money with yeah. for receptions the year before. And uh, I wrote him for the first couple games and I said, I'm off this train. I am yeah. off of it. And for the rest of the season, it just kept going down. You know, like, yeah. So now, do you think that these guys are going to be like a one to one? Like, Jimmy Gibbs will be DeAndre Swift and David Montgomery will no. be Jamal Williams? No, I think, I think you're going to see both of them on the field more together. Yeah. And I think that that's until they have some more support coming in for the receiving core. So, you, yeah. you, you made, you made a comment earlier that you said it's hot out, right? Yeah. It's going to be uh, hot. It's, it's going to be hot and humid, probably. And you're in a situation where, how old is Marvin Jones? He's like 31, 32 now. 31, 32. Not in mid-season form. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, all these guys are professional athletes, but you do get tired. There is yeah. fatigue. And if you can not send somebody stretching the field constantly, which Jones has always been that guy. He's right. always been the one that kind of takes takes a, a safety away from Amon Ra or... You know, he's a clear out kind of receiver, right? So yeah. if you're using him for clearing out, that's a lot of that's a lot of horsepower that you need to have. You know, yeah. and as the season goes on, when the temperatures get cooler or you're in a dome where it's more controlled and you have oxygen being pumped into the dome, yeah, you're you're in better shape for that. But I think an outdoor game, warm, first game of the season, I I just can't see them stretching the field constantly. So I think yeah. you're going to see formations where you where you're going to give the, the option to Jared Goff in the huddle. Yeah. And you're going to say, well, you have two running backs at your disposal. One can be moved around, pulled back into blocking or moved out into the slot or, you know, lined up and split, but very, very rare that you see that with the split backs in the backfield. Yeah. But they already said they want to use him in the slot. So if you're, if you're using him as a satellite and then what's to say that you don't, you don't, press release with your running back as well and then have a secondary option how many mm. people can cover the flats if you yeah. if you're on the flats in both sides that's a dump off yeah so when you look at the you when and i think they're going to throw i don't think they're just going to constantly keep running i think they're going to throw i think there's gonna be a lot of play action um so i do like the completions there with jared goff and i do think that swift and monty will be used quite a bit yeah, and I, I can't see them just. Going, I just can't see them going with a traditional style of like Monty two, Jameer one, Monty two, Jameer one. You know, what I, mean? I can't. I just yeah. can't. See that. I can't see it happening. The only thing that really scares me is you got to remember this, and it's about this Chiefs defense. Like last year, the Chiefs defense was the second youngest in the league, and that yep. team went to the Super Bowl and won. Everyone's going to be one year older now. I think they're going to be. What's to going be on with Jones? Season. Have you seen? Have you seen anything going no, on? He, news yeah, he's still holding out. He, he's holding out. He's going to hold out until week eight if he has to. <laughs> do, you, but do you think <laughs> this is just? Not. Do you think this is just a tip of the hat right here? Do you think that this is gamesmanship? Uh, look, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you what's going on right. there. I mean, but what I did see feels a little team. fishy. Something feels a little fishy, like it's gamesmanship. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he runs out onto the field and everybody's like, oh my God, what the, <laughs> you know? And, and then, and then you're like, oh shit, we just prepared to really exploit that whole side, the entire game. And he's on the field, Yeah, you know? Um, um, all right. I like those picks as well. Let's move now to the man of the hour in Patrick Mahomes. 
Hayes I'm off. I'm just off. You go. You talk. I like. I have nothing when it comes to betting and it comes to Patrick Mahomes all season long. Yeah. Look, the NFL is a crazy, crazy organization. It's insane. And when it comes to betting, betting on superstars like Patrick Mahomes, the entire world wants to bet on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Which means that I want nothing to do with it. It is risky, man. Like, like he had but absolutely you no consistency. I, I want he had nothing no to consistency it. at all at any point last season. He was just all over the shop. The best you could do was uh, attack the overpassing yards, which I am sort of looking at at the moment. But then if you take a look at the Super Bowl, he threw three touchdowns. He threw for 187 yards in that game. I so, know, I know, yeah. and it's one of those things where it's just so juicy because he's the, you know, arguably, I think Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in the league, but um, I think, you know, arguably Patrick Patrick Mahomes you know, is the best, the GOAT, you know, the new GOAT. Yeah, like, and this is the thing, so we're looking at 300, 300 passing yards, uh, you can get 15 and a half rushing attempts, which usually he is actually a bit of a runner. You can, if you want, make a bit of money um, on rushing overs, if you're looking at. 36 and a half passing attempts. I'm looking on underdog and 25 and a half completions. Um, yeah, like it's just, it's impossible to stay. For me, Patrick Mahomes is mostly a stay away. Um, if this, you're like, smart, John. You're smart. If this I know passing you're smart. keeps going up, though, I might be inclined to take the under on his passing totals. But man, again, I get nervous because there's some Patrick games. Mahomes, he can throw 450. He was throwing like 400 last season. Yeah. He was going absolutely ham all he the plays time. The next game and he throws 230. But I, my thing is like I can just see in this game that the Chiefs get out to a like a two touchdown lead early on, and then they just don't really even re- really need to do anything anymore. Who's even running the ball? Is it is it Pacheco? Well, this is the thing, like because Clyde Edwards Hilaire has still been getting first team touches in camp and preseason touches and. Um, Isaiah Pacheco was injured during the preseason, so we didn't mm-hmm. see too much of him. And then McKinnon still kicking around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't trust. I said it on a couple shows ago. I do not trust anything about this Kansas City backfield. Right. I probably will not make unless it's a Sunday night pick, and we're making those calls Sunday afternoon, John, over a couple yeah. of beers, and we're 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 giving a slate to somebody last minute. And I have to take someone from that. Right. That's the only time that I'm doing it because I, I I just can't I can't get behind that backfield. I can't. I don't. Right. Trust and right now, an underdog uh, Isaiah Pacheco is getting 55 and a half rushing yards or mm-hmm. 68 and a half rushing and receiving yards together. Like I'm thinking under man. So they're saying 13 and a half for his receiving total. Yeah, thereabouts. I I don't see him getting that many scrimmage yards. I, I the 13 receiving yards. Oh sure. Like, I don't know. I actually I didn't track Pacheco last year because it was I didn't think it'd ever be a thing. Yeah, I know you didn't. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, I know you didn't. I I drafted him in fantasy real real late, and nobody nobody believed in him. But uh, yeah. he, but his his receiving. So he had a couple games towards the end of the year where his receiving totals were closer, narrowing in on like twenty. And uh, I don't know the exact numbers. You have them. Do you want to pull them up? Yeah, I'm looking at them now from last season. So receiving yards. It was really only in the back half of the season when the they, half the season. They, 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 they didn't they didn't design anything for him at the beginning of the season yeah. for any throwing, but they started to use him. And then in the playoffs, in the playoffs, he was he was clutch. Like he made a couple very good receptions. And and honestly, his vision 
once once he caught the ball, he was a little anxious towards the beginning of the season when the balls were coming at him. He had a couple drops, also mm-hmm. like couldn't get squared up and get his speed going. But once he got comfortable, um, honestly, watching that guy, he looked very fluid yeah. catching out of the backfield. Um, not any then, crazy routes or anything, just just really simple stuff. Just it hey. is all it is all over the shop. Like I'm looking at so week 18, he had no receptions, weeks or no targets either. Week 17, Denver, two catches for 18 yards. Yep. Seattle, he had one catch for 32 yards. So he yeah, a big one. Yard I remember ball. I remember that one. No, it was he, he honestly he's, he's a horse, man. He's a horse. When he he's a he's a tackle breaker. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think about the? Would you take a receiving prop when it comes up? It'll be about fifteen and a half, I reckon. It shouldn't. It should be thirteen, right? Because it was fifty-five, and then you said the all the all-purpose was sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah and usually you have to buy five yards as well if you're going for all-purpose. So I already have my running back that I'm take that I'm taking. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my fair. Jameer Gibbs pick. Yeah, but but here's but but here's what I will say. Don't hold yeah. it against me because I'm not going to put it on my card. But I would advise. I would advise. If it's at 13, that's a pretty, that's a, that's yeah. A, I would, yeah, yeah. We'll put something up closer to kickoff as well. Um, we just wanted to try and really get ahead of the lines this early on. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump to uh, the final group that we haven't talked about, which is these chief receiving options. Does Justin um, Ross play? Yeah, Justin Ross. Does he play? So they've come out and said that they're going to use him in design packages to begin the season, probably for right. the first month or so. And then in the back half of the season, they say they want to get him on the field all the time. Feels a um, lot like uh, Josh Gordon when he was there. Right. We don't have anything for Justin Ross at the moment. So what, what we do have is uh, MVS. We've got two and a half receptions and 35 and a half receiving yards. 35 and a half? Yeah, so, I mean, this is the thing with MVS. Basically, what they're asking is, do you think he's going to catch a 40-yard bomb? One catch. So, what I was going to say is that what's his longest completion? If that number is under 18? Yeah. That's pretty spicy. Yeah, he was was really difficult to bet with as well last season. Like, every game was just different. The Chiefs were using him in different ways all the time. MVS is probably a stay away for me. Yeah. Um, having said that, though, if these Detroit cornerbacks have not really improved on last season, then I can definitely see him catching a, a huge, you know, like 40-yard bomb. Yeah, yeah, I think. But like I said, uh, it might not even have to be – you may not even have to sniff anywhere near that, right? Like I think it might be – you may only have to sniff 17 yards for the mm. longest completion for that bomb, right? Yeah. And uh, – that, th- those are great picks. So let me let me let me explain this. If you are yeah. on the fence ever, this is to our listeners, not to you, John. I know you understand this, <laughs> but yeah. but if you are on the fence about receiving yards and you understand the game script, or if you listen to the show and you start to get a feel for a game script on what we're talking about, how the game might go, um, then you start to look at alternatives for receiving, and one of those, so. There's the receptions, there's the reception, like you're receiving yards, and then there is the longest completion. And Mm -hmm. the longest completion for a lot of players who only catch one or two a game, and if you notice a trend where they have a designed play against a certain type of defense where they're going to take one or two shots at this type of play, I'll use Foster Moreau as an example last year with with the Raiders. Um, they constantly gave him 14, 15 yards for the longest completion. 
And anytime they were playing cover defenses, like typical cover defenses that and zone de uh, zone um, defenses, they would try this one play where he would go for about 18 yards. And mm. you just look at it every time. I every time I don't know. I would just look at the, the team they were playing, and I was like, they're going to try this twice. And out of that, do you, out of the out of the two times that they try it, do they hit him with one? And more often than not like 80 something percent of the time they hit them with the longest completion mm -hmm. and you could just print money doing that. If you understand, if you understand the, the, the teams and how they're playing and the, and if yeah. you watch from the first three weeks and what their playbook starts to look like, and you start to see some of these plays and you see them reappear every game and you yeah. start to go, Oh, like they're, they're, they're definitely going to try that next game. I think, you know, yeah. Um, it, it's just common sense, I think, for a lot of the time, or maybe I just f feel like it's common sense. But in in this situation, I do think that they're going to try and stretch with MVS. He's a clear yeah. out receiver, so but if he's open, Pat Mahomes is going to take that chance. So so you know, I I do believe that somewhere, if that I'm trying to look for it right now to see what what uh, what the line is for MVS on his longest completion. But you can you can make a ton of money. Just betting, not yeah. betting on how many yards, not betting on how many times he catches the ball, just on somebody that you know is going to get one or two receptions, and chances are they're going to be on a design play that's stretching. Yeah, more and that's here. that's really the way I look at it as well. Is you know someone like DK Metcalf who plays on the outside, you always want to target his uh, scrimmage yards, um, right. and then players who are playing in the slot like Amon Ra, we were just talking about earlier, really good option to actually target the reception, reception. totals. As opposed to, yeah, because they, they're, they're more likely to build up at the line of scrimmage, particularly. And then that's another good point is a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, he's going to throw the ball downfield. He's going to push the ball downfield a lot. If you can target these rookie quarterbacks and, and second-year quarterbacks, they are more likely to uh, throw the ball at the line of scrimmage and yep. then let the players go from there. So, Okay, they have them at 17 and a half MVS for the longest. I, I nailed it. So 17 yeah. and a half is what they have for the longest. So how are you feeling about that? Take it. <laughs> are you, no, I, like, if you just feel like you're on the spot, you don't have to take it. I do feel like I'm on the spot. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, it's, it's let's, let's save that yeah. one. And then closer to kickoff, we'll tell you what we think. All right. I like that. But if this does hit, you're, you're, you're taking this clip and yeah. you're putting a green check next to it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but no, this is nice. So if you, yeah. So follow us on Instagram and we've got a bunch of stories we'll be posting leading up to kickoff with actual confirmation ones. I think this will be a confirmation pick. Yeah, it's well, it's going to be I'm going to have to think about this, but I really do. I do like it. There's a couple in here that I that I really do like even the Pacheco at seven and a half for the longest completion. Yeah, and uh, they have Yeah, they have a few in here that are that are pretty spicy. So these receiving options, I'm just going to bring them up now. So what I can see is Sky Moore's getting 35 and a half receiving yards or three and a half receptions. I think under three and a half receptions, to be honest. Um, yeah, MVS, I've got one. My book has got him at 40 and a half receiving yards and two and a half receptions. And then one Travis Kelsey, 80 and a half receiving yards and six and a half catches. What do you think about Kelsey? One uh, also, underdog has um, 0.5 receiving touchdowns over or under. So do you think he'll catch a touchdown, basically? I think he I will. Yeah, I think he will, but I, I stay away from these types of picks. You stay away from touchdowns, okay? Yeah, no, it not not always, not always touchdowns. I just stay away from the superstar touchdowns. Right. 
I just I have a thing about betting on superstars. You know how I feel. I just I don't know. I've been burned so many times. Like I've I've yeah. done this. This is you know not I don't even know how many seasons now. I feel like I've been doing this since two thousand and nine. That I just you start to notice trends when you all you want to do is bet on favorites and mm. su- and superstars. It just I'm not saying I'm not saying that the NFL is rigged or scripted or anything, but there's just some weird shit that always happens, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Kelsey, what, what he what's he at? Probably six and a half, seven. Yeah, six so he's at eighty and a half receiving yards or six and a half receptions. I kind of want to stay away from both of those. Yeah, honestly, I can definitely see him going over. Keep me away. Yeah. And keep me away from the touchdowns. I yep. would like. I feel like an, another one. Another one in this in this game would be uh, for a touchdown. I would say Monty. Mm. Give me give me one for Monty if you're taking it. Uh, I would say probably Jameer, and I would yep. probably roll the dice. And it would be like a low single, like just a unit play on Sam Laporta. Yeah. Really. I don't have too many thoughts on Sam Laporta at this stage. Just the rookie tight ends. I'm, yeah, I find it hard to get excited about them in any instance, let alone the kind of the only receiving option. I know we've I, heard some really I, good things about him. I just think, I think on a situational play, like it would take the right circumstance on the field. Like I think mm. if if Detroit finds themselves at third and nine, like third and goal at like nine yards out, yeah, ten yards out or they get backed up one or two and they're like, you know, third and 11 or 12, yeah. you know, it's probably not going to the running back. Yeah. It's probably not going to go to Amon Ra because he's going to be double covered. Yeah. And it's probably not going to go to one of their shorter receivers. Yeah. It's probably going to go to the bigger body that can box somebody out right at the line. And they'll probably throw it to him maybe a yard short of the end zone. Cause they're going to be protecting the end zone and they just hope that he can take it muscle. And I, that would be the circumstance for me. I would take Sam Laporta on, like, I'm not saying everybody go to the book right now and buy Sam Laporta for a touchdown. I just think situationally, I could see that being a situation that would happen in this game mm. and it would be an, a nine or 10 yard completion. Yeah. Touchdown Sam Laporta. Yeah. All right, that sounds good, man. So let's uh, do a quick recap then of what we've got before we uh, close out the show. So I think we're both, we're both, are we both in on Amonra under 80 and a half receiving yards? I told you I would validate you. I would validate okay, you. So and, I, I would, and I validate the listeners for taking that. Yeah. All right, I'm on Amonra under 80 and a half receiving yards. I think mm-hmm. we're, we're both on Jameer Gibbs receiving yards as well, over 25 and a half. Yep. Was what we were looking at. Uh, scrimmage yards will probably stay away from. I still like David Montgomery over 50 and a half rushing Love yards. It. Love it. Give I it think to that me. that's in a good position. And then these quarterbacks, I think I'm weirdly, I think I'm staying away. I'm definitely staying away from Patrick Mahomes unless you like over 15 and a half rushing yards, but I don't see him be needing to rush too much in this game. 21 completions for Jared Goff. If you can get it, take it. If you can get that 255 receiving yards, I almost want to bet under that. Uh, I saw it just, I just saw it at 260. And uh, yeah. My my thing is though is if this game does slip, if there is a turnover or two, yeah. Which, like I said, this this game is going to completely come down to how well the ball can be secured by Detroit. Yeah. If there's if there's a fumble or a turnover, yeah. Kansas City will make you pay. Yeah. And at that point, you're then playing catch up. 
And if yeah. Detroit finds himself coming into the fourth quarter down by two scores, and we have under Jared Goff two two fifty five, I'm yeah. gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be shitting bricks. <laughs> that's you know the, what that's I mean what I hate about betting the unders though as well. Because just just then because then the entire they, they stop running, he'll keep he'll keep throwing it, but it'll be it'll be quick completions. He used to do it with DeAndre Swift two years ago. Yeah, but even that last game against Green Bay, they never abandoned the run at any point, even when they were down in the fourth quarter. They weren't down by much. They were only down by less. Yeah, they don't completely abandon it. And I know Dan Campbell. He, you know, he's he has a little bit different of a philosophy. But like, I'm telling you that Jameer Jameer Gibbs at that point goes to the moon Mm. because you're 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 looking at how do you how do you get the ball safe up the field and quick chunks. How do you get four yards at a time? Yeah, and you just keep push, 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 right? Um, and that's where it scares me because what would otherwise be like maybe 50 50 from run to throw ratio, now it goes 80 20 throw (laughs) to run, and then if some of those break loose, you're you're screwed because you get two drives, two touchdown drives where they have to go up 70 yards up the field. And out of those 70 yards, each one is 50 yards of throwing. That's 100 yards in two drives, mm. you know? Yeah. In one quarter. So yeah. that that scares the absolute fuck out of me, John. So I'm I'm not taking the under on that. I'm not doing it. But that, I mean, we're making an assumption about the game script as to what we've you sort of- You have to, though. This is how go. you have to bet. You have, well, to make a, you have to make an assumption. But the way the Sharps are betting is they're coming in on the Lions. So- yeah, who knows? I get it. I get. What about um? What about the Isaiah Pacheco under eighty and a half all-purpose yards? Yeah, give me that. Yeah, I think I'm on that one as well. And then the receivers, I like the MVS longest catch one, mm-hmm. just because I think he can burn these um, Lions cornerbacks. He's only going to catch two. He's only going to catch two in the game. He is. Maybe yeah, one. Maybe that, just one. But it's gonna, but it's going to be eighteen yards. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Week one. Let's this do it. What, Everything that we've been waiting for, and we're about to embark on a new journey with our listeners and our viewers. Uh, we they know what to expect now, I think. And we're only going to keep delivering the goods, and it starts right now. I'm I have I have not been so excited for football season and like it's been years since I've been this uh giddy for a football season to oh, yeah. start. And I'm happy to do this with you, buddy. And I'm happy Stay to do tuned this with for our listening. Sunday slate episode coming later in the week as we get closer to kickoff on Sundays. I can't believe we actually get to say that now. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. <laughs>